Hello, I'm John Pawson, and this is the Experience of Everything podcast brought to you by Grey Doors Events. In this episode, I'm talking to Ellie Martin, events exec here at Grey Doors, and we touch on everything from her love of dance as she was growing up. We talk about Lego for a little bit. We talk about how her career has led her into events and to her position here at Grey Doors. We then talk about her part in putting together the biggest event that Grey Doors Events has ever put on in the UK. So without much further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello, Elle. Hello. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us today for the latest episode of the podcast. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. I appreciate it. It's not necessarily something that's in your everyday activity, sort no. of, uh, but it's important that we get to know everyone that's in the team. Um, and uh, yeah, today we'd like to get to know you a little bit more. And we've got some bits and pieces to talk about about a specific event as well. But uh, as with every person that sits in the Experiences Everything podcast chair, in the hot seat. we're going to get to know you first. Yes, yes, <laughs> getting through you guys. But um, uh, yeah, we, we'd like to get to know you first. So I've got a few questions and yeah, feel free to answer them as honestly or openly as you'd like to. Uh, <laughs> so my first question that I ask, and I've asked the same question of Katie and Saffron, is... Uh, what was the first thing that you can remember uh, thinking, oh, I want to do that when I grow up um, as, a, as a job? So I grew up dancing for a lot of my life for over 10 years. So um, I was a majorette. So I did that for a long time. Um, the but I twirly things? Yes. All of the baton twirling, the pom-poms, all of it, did it all. Um, wow. So that was very interesting but I was just obsessed with all of the dance films. So, you know, the step up films and all of those. And I just I really wanted to be in those. <laughs> Such an odd dream. Um, very, it's not as good as Top Gun or anything like that. But um, yeah, I just really thought I was going to be one of those really cool girls that goes in, um, meets this amazing guy and just has the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> And are you still pursuing that outside of work? You, you're still, um, you know, dancing your way into nightclubs and stuff or, you know, into <laughs> into places you think is going to be a cool guy to meet? <laughs> oh, it, I wish I was. I realised <laughs> quite quickly I am not very cool. <laughs> so, oh, no, I'm sure that's not, not true. sure that was for me, but um, yeah, I mean, a girl can dream. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's funny because Saffron uh, also had big dreams of uh sort of fame but yeah. saffron was, when when she first answered she was a little bit less certain of how she was going to be famous she just wanted to be famous mm -hmm. so, i think um, we all have so, a little bit of that in us don't we yeah, <laughs> even now so. i'm like oh maybe <laughs> and maybe uh, you know maybe this is a common thing with uh with events as well because maybe. you know even katie's aspirations of yeah flying like top uh, specifically referencing top gun you know mm. there's a movie movie link there as well very high um, standards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, with that in mind, then, what what then made you shift your focus towards events at some point? Um. So I I don't really know. I kind of just fell into it as as a lot of people do. Um. So I actually did marketing for a really long time. Um. Went to university and did um communications. Um. And I actually didn't really 
have um, any insight into events until my third year when I did have um, events modules and things and I loved it and it was actually a festivals module which was so exciting and That's cool. um, uh, I didn't ever think I'd be building my own festival out of Lego at university but you know <laughs> um, <laughs> all full of surprises events so that was kind of my first um, insight into it um, and obviously finishing university into Covid I didn't really have um, much choice with jobs um, and I went actually back into a role that I worked in college and I actually worked for the police um, which is quite a random one um, but I was just a police civilian um, I wasn't actual police or anything like that um, but I was really lucky enough to be working there during the period of time that the G7 summit was um, happening oh, wow. Um, and I ended up being seconded onto that, onto the data entry team. And that was kind of my first insight into um, a huge, exciting event. So unfortunately, I haven't been to Wimbledon yet. Um, so <laughs> I can't continue that theme. But who knows? Like I say, um, it, who knows in the future? A girl can dream, like you say. Um, but yeah, that was my first insight into this huge event. And to be honest, that was massive, I think, um, for everybody in the UK and um yeah, I just really loved it. And even though I was on the data entry side, um, we were doing a lot of things like planning accommodation for, for everybody, making sure that they were being fed and watered. And um, I remember it was one of the hottest summers we had. Um, so it was, yeah, it was just amazing. I think I just, it, yeah, it really grew on me. Um, and from there, I actually didn't go into your um, classic events, as you would assume, from the G7 Summit. I actually went and worked in a hotel um, right. as an events um, manager. And I was doing actually very different things, to be honest with you. Still very obviously high standards and things, but um, I was doing weddings and private dinings and group bookings and um, corporate meetings. Um, so yeah that was really exciting I loved it all um but hospitality is not for the faint-hearted <laughs> no. let's just put it that way um but yeah I really loved it and the hotel was a five-star hotel so that was interesting with with some of the people that you meet and some of the events that you you do and we did it from the very beginning to the very end so um we took the initial inquiry and worked with the client um the whole way through the journey up until the day of their event um which was amazing um and it was down in devon which is where i'm from um on the middle of dartmoor and it was in the middle of nowhere a lot of people like to say now i'm up kind of in essex um <laughs> But yes, um, loved it. I'm, I'm your classic country bumpkin, you could say, coming up from from small Devon up to Essex and the big wide world of events that I'm in now. So um, I actually moved from Devon with my partner because of his job and I kind of fell into grey doors. Um, so I've, I've experienced a lot of different events, to be honest with you, and I love them all. Um, I think when you work in the industry we do I think every day is different um it's all full of surprises so I'm just looking forward to whatever kind of comes up looking forward um so yeah that's kind of me I don't like um like Saffron said and Katie said I fell into it and ever since then I've not been able to leave so <laughs> um yes well it sounds like you know you were saying before about wanting to you know be the kind of star of a movie you know, dance thing coming yeah. you've got your own thing going on here you've gone from doing lego at uni for some reason <laughs> which which sounds intriguing we're gonna have to tug on that at some point and figure out what was yeah. going on there through the police 
through to working in a five-star luxury hotel and then you know coming from the country bright lights of the city it, you've, yeah, you've got your own you put it like that I'm, I'm a bit like my, my my own main character aren't i, <laughs> you, <laughs> I should, are, you are i should write like a write a book or something <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly oh well that's yeah what a what a journey in that's yeah, no fantastic. i know even looking back when you say it like that it does seem quite wild <laughs> you do have to take stock sometimes don't you i suppose and just think yeah, oh, yeah look at look at where i've been um so yeah. with with the g7 then did you did you get out on site and stuff or were you kind of more making yes. sure everything was spinning yeah so i was on site so luckily on site was where i was working um at the headquarters back down in devon so um i was really fortunate that i didn't have to travel or anything i didn't go to um cornwall for the summit i was there mainly to have um the headquarters for um, a lot of the staff members um but um, even that was just um, so exciting because we had a full setup, um, all of the cars coming in and out of because this was kind of our, their stop off on the way to Cornwall because obviously you had a lot of right. people coming from all over the UK, um, even from Scotland. So that was the stop off that they would get everything they needed um, they would be told where they would be staying um, and be given all the, their requirements before they kind of headed off to the summit. But um, we did have Boris Johnson turn up one day. So, um, it, yeah, it's, it was exciting. Um, different things each day. Um, definitely very jealous of being in Cornwall on those beautiful sunny days with all of these important people. Um, <laughs> but, but either way, um, there was all of these changes, lots of different people that I've met. Um, so being on site was really, really exciting, actually. Yeah, fantastic. And then one of my, the next question that I kind of ask is around the strangest or like most amazing experience you've had in putting together events, but is working something like the G7 and, you know, having yes. Boris Johnson pitching up, is, is that is that about as crazy as it gets, do you think? I think so. It it didn't feel real. You know, it, it it's one of those things like going back to feeling like you're in a film, like a main character at the moment, because it doesn't feel real because you're so used to watching these things externally um, mm. on, on, on TV or, or things like that. It it didn't feel like this was actually happening. And it it's it's hard to forget that you are such a small cog in such a huge thing that was going on um and this was i mean it was huge for internationally and and there was little old me just kind of being um a part of the team which yeah it's just um yeah you just forget it, it's just the strangest feeling because you're so wrapped up in the everyday um logistics of running an event so um yeah that was probably the wildest thing as i kind of again fell into it i wasn't even at an events role at that point so um <laughs> yeah very interesting i think it was just following me i think it's like my destiny or something <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say it seems to be one way or another you were gonna end up in an events and like yeah. i said now you're in you're in um yes. have there been any times where something maybe hasn't gone to plan which you can now look back on and and laugh about but at the time maybe wasn't quite as funny <laughs> I think always, <laughs> especially <laughs> when I was working in a hotel, to be honest with you, because of the range of events we were doing, um, I would say weddings were probably the worst for it um, because you have a lot of opinions <laughs> in one day. And obviously your client at the end of the day is the couple um, and what they want. Um, but we have had a few times where the mother of the bride has kind of got involved <laughs> um, oh and we've had large weddings for kind of over 100 people. And um, 
our team would have um, these lovely opera napkins that would take at least 30 seconds to do each one. And um, they were really beautiful and they kind of fanned out on the table. Um, and I remember that um, she came in and they have a, always have a look over, have a sneak peek before everybody gets to see it, which is a bit naughty. Um, but she came in and she decided that these over 100 napkins were incorrect and we had to change every single one. <laughs> Oh no, what did she want them folded so, differently or something? What was the <laughs> Yes, exactly that. She just wanted the napkins to be folded differently. Even <laughs> though a napkin, you kind of sit down, you kind of unfold the napkin yeah. fairly immediately. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, there's always things that could go wrong. I think one of the funny things that doesn't necessarily go wrong, but you always have the, the real fear. Um so because we had quite a large estate, we had to be given golf buggy training. Okay. Um, and one of these um, instances we have to use a golf, bug golf buggy is when you take the couple out for photographs on the grounds mm. and obviously we're in the middle of the moors it's not kind of your lovely straight roads <laughs> you're going down hills on gravel you're going around lakes you're um, dodging other guests um, which is very interesting going down these steep hills and you always have the fear because you have this pristine couple sat behind you with a beautifully clean dress nine times out of ten um, and yes it was just <laughs> quite scary not gonna lie that's quite a lot of pressure um, well, you luckily, just to you know just to roll yeah. it <laughs> just crash yes. it on purpose <laughs> yes I mean, luckily, I've never had um, anything go wrong. We've had some interesting situations. I remember when we had just a two-person wedding, which we did those quite a lot. It was just the wedding couple, and they decided they wanted to get married on their own. Um, and I remember they bought their um, chihuahua, and um, that was their their child. <laughs> right. That was everything to them. And for some reason, they decided that I was in charge of that while they were taking okay, photographs. Good. Um, so I was kind of dog sitting, which never knew that that was on my job description. Do you like um, dogs? Or Yes, I do. But okay, I good, just was good. not planning on that that day. Well, <laughs> I, I suppose that's the life of, you know, an events exec, isn't it? Is is yeah. just whatever the client needs, we'll, we'll figure it out. Exactly that. So, yeah, I do want to touch on the Lego thing again, because I'm a big Lego <laughs> fan. So. Yeah. I've, and I've got uh, there's various nerdy Lego things right here on my desk. Let's see. So I can't. Oh, we've, uh, we've got one of those on our team as well. Um, <laughs> when you get earth? Craig on, ask him about his Lego. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. You know, I think it's 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 very cool these days to like Lego, isn't it? I would yeah. say. So what? So so what? Yeah. How come you got to um, create a festival? You said with Lego. So was it kind of planning stuff out or? I think it was more a visual visual visualization exercise. Um, can't get my words out today. Um, to kind of look at it from the kind of uh, as a three D model. I think that was the idea. Um, to think of how you would kind of lay that out. It wasn't as exciting as it sounds. You I think it was kind of getting some uni students to try and in, in engage. Yeah, you basically <laughs> have a lecturer, watching... a cool lecturer. Yeah, it's like yes, I'm, yeah. I'm the cool lecturer. I let you use Lego in your yeah. <laughs> in your tasks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good thinking to be fair. Um, excellent. Well, thank you for updating me on that. I mean, I think it's still pretty cool to to say that you got to use Lego for part of your you know university yes. course, so. yeah <laughs> I think that's a win right so that's the kind of getting to know you questions done I feel like we've got a good handle on the fact that 
you were always destined to be in events and your life <laughs> is actually quite an exciting movie in its own right that you're the star oh, of so I'm not sure think... about that but <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> yeah I, I think run with that um so yes I wanted to talk to you about us uh, well I'll just talk to you a bit more about the team and stuff but um but also about the um the specific event that you guys put on recently my first question though around the kind of team stuff is what's it like working on an event with Katie <laughs> oh no I'm not sure what she'd want me to say no what, um, well I'm sure she'd want you to be brutally honest <laughs> um I really loved working with Katie um it was my first time working on a huge event um and yeah it was really great to work with Katie so closely because we don't get to as much on a day-to-day -day basis um let's just say that you definitely wouldn't lose Katie or not hear Katie <laughs> um I, I, all jokes aside um she is very um, like she she knows her stuff she's yeah. done it for a very long time but she's very knowledgeable um and she loves a um radio let's put it that way <laughs> um right, she's been you. known to use the radio a lot <laughs> um and she would hold it so close to her face <laughs> that you would hear it across the room um and um she's been known to also love to blow a whistle or two to get everybody's attention um at different events but um yeah I mean she's great she's been in the industry for so long um she's so knowledgeable and especially for someone like me who I still see as, as such a baby in the industry um yeah she's just amazing I think she's just um a, a great mentor I think for for a lot of us actually oh oh that's nice. yeah she'll, she'll oh, love hearing that she I'm will. Sure that you said all the right things there so um <laughs> so I'm sure that I'm sure that'll go down well um so the event that you guys um worked on recently that, that we want to talk about was the the EMIS event which was one of your biggest events ever am I right in saying that or the biggest yes. event that we've done in the UK or yeah it was the biggest event for um Grey Doors events um that kind of the current team have ever known um I'm hoping in its existence because that is an amazing thing to add to my my list <laughs> Absolutely, um, yeah. but yeah it was um amazing so I usually work on the meetings management side of our team um mm. with Saffron so that is like you say more of the venue finding and um, we do very similar events but it's just for the smaller numbers um whereas this event was with the projects team so that was um, working alongside Katie and and also one of um our other project members Craig um so the difference between the two teams is they work we, we do very similar events um but the projects events tend to need um a few more kind of um, elements to it so um, they'll be for a larger group of people they'll just need a bit more um, of kind of detailed to it and um, a bit more um, just attention to detail I suppose mm. with it because they, there's lots of different aspects that go into those um, events and for this one for example it was for over a thousand people um, so it wasn't just the event it was the travel obviously because we are a travel agency as well um, and it was also the accommodation so I was working mainly on the accommodation side um, coming from working in hotels and working with large reservations that's kind of my bread and butter really so um, working on that mainly but I was also there on site for the event so um, it was just amazing to be able to be a part of 
one of the largest events hopefully that, that Grey Doors has ever done and um uh, have an amazing team by my side and just I was just soaking it all in um oh, just amazing. taking it all in and um making the most of, of learning really and the the client team that we had were just amazing as well um it was almost as if we had a projects team um on their side as well as ours um so it, yeah it was just great yeah so we've we've so that's an incredible amount of people to have to kind of manage yes. isn't it um, yes. and so with, with that in mind obviously with people coming from all over all over the place to kind of come together and um, how do you go about like pulling all that information into one place like how do you collate it all is there, lots, is there lots a... of spreadsheets <laughs> <laughs> good old um, spreadsheets yeah excel became my best friend <laughs> yeah um so we began actually with a registration site. Um, so we had everybody register for the event on there initially. Um, but I'm sure as you kind of gauged from speaking to us so far, there are lots of changes when it comes to events. So there was only so long we could have the registration site open for us to be able to collect that information moving forward for, um, because we had two days of the events and not everybody was attending both days. Um, some people were attending both days. Some people were just there as a visitor, as an attendee. Some people were there as staff. So um, to collate all of that information um, in lots of spreadsheets, like I say, um, different ones for accommodation, different ones for travel. Um, and we also kind of roped in a lot of the different team. So we got advice from our operations side of, of the business and, and they do travel every day. So that was a great having um their involvement as well and um also my my other manager Danielle she is um she's been in Grey Doors for for so long and she is just a wealth of knowledge and she came in and helped so it was just um a real big team effort everyone kind of helped at some point and I ended up being pulled onto the team full-time at one point because it just needed all hands on deck um wow. and just with that amount of people you're bound to have changes if you've got over a thousand people you're bound to have somebody that falls ill um and obviously with this event being probably one of the largest events that maybe grey doors have have encountered or even our client emis or even just as as an individual i think it was probably one of the largest events everybody has attended since um the big c or or um as we call it a grey doors that the time we we do not name <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um that's from our, our ceo we, we we don't mention it um but i think obviously we had to also deal with with that as well and and dealing with um just how people felt making sure they felt comfortable mm. making sure that everybody had the information that they required within good time um like i say we were still working on accommodation and travel bookings the day before but we, we won't talk about that because <laughs> they all got their safe in the end well, that's the main thing but and as you say i guess um part of the part of the job is those last minute those last minute changes coming in um and yeah. when you're dealing with that number of people i guess there's a percentage of of the number of people that's always going to need oh yeah actually this person dropping out or changing this or changing yeah. that and um mm -hmm. yeah uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh plates to spin balls to juggle you know lots of different things yes. to do so it must be um must be quite uh you know satisfying when it all comes together you know i oh, guess yeah and Un unbelievably satisfying it was just amazing um and it was a very stressful two days they were very very long days but everybody kept um amazingly high spirits because everybody was happy um and obviously the attendees don't see what goes on behind the scenes and mm -hmm. and how stressful that can be and and all of the logistics behind it but um 
when you get given that bottle of beer from your client at the very end of the <laughs> second day, you know you've done okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that first sip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so bearing in mind the amount of uh, yeah effort and you know, like you say, you get sort of pulled in full time to to work on the event. How do you manage your sort of day job workload while you're being pulled left, yes. right, and centre onto onto events? Do you do you have to sort of figure that out? Does someone else take over for you and take your reins while you're doing this? Or um, so I there wasn't really a plan for it. We didn't have any rules. <laughs> but it, uh, it was kind of just um, I had had been asked one day. Oh, they just need a bit of a hand on this, and obviously you, you know accommodation and you know rooming lists, and you've worked with large groups. Um, would you be happy to help? I was like, yeah, of course, more than happy to help. Um, so it began with that, doing a little bit on the side of my day job, um, but then we were super super lucky to get really busy in our team, um, and which is amazing. But it just got to the point where. I couldn't fully do everything at the same time, um, which was bound to happen um, at some point. But I, I, I actually was doing both for a very long time. I was working um, all of the hours. <laughs> um, had to snap out of that quite quickly because that was um, getting a bit much. And I think um, my partner was getting a bit sick of hearing about accommodation. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the end, I ended up having to... Um, uh, kind of leave my day job for for a little bit I was still there I was still seeing my team every day I was still in the office um, and I was still probably doing a little bit of the work that I shouldn't have been doing um, but I'm a little bit um, OCD I like to be um, on top of my work with my clients that I work with very closely um, but yeah in the end I think Craig was like begging <laughs> begging to have me full time um, just because yeah I just think ended up that we needed it um, and I think it I think it all happened correctly now that we look back but yeah I, I don't know if there would be ever a plan for something like that um, <laughs> it'd be nice to have kind of written rules and um, know exactly what you're doing but um, I think like you say events is like that you are just learning every day every, every event is different every event goes differently you, you could have the same exact event and, and run it twice and mm. it would be so different it'd be miles apart so um yeah just take it day by day <laughs> yeah and with with an event like that or well with any events that you you're um you run like what's what's the process how do you go about choosing um or finding a venue that's going to sort of be suitable for for your customer what what sort of things do you ask them about in advance um yeah so with obviously the larger events, um, I'm sure there's probably more that goes into it. Um, but we're fortunate that obviously the teams kind of do just their, um, they do mirror one another um, with what we look for. So um, we work very closely with our clients um, to find out what exactly is that they want. Um, and we try and find the best venue that's going to fit them all. And sometimes that's not always the venue that they probably have a, had imagined at the mm -hmm, very beginning mm -hmm. and um sometimes there is a lot of back and forth um because obviously they do come to us because we, we we like to think we know what we're doing and um they come to us because they trust our opinions and and sometimes we do have to to talk to them and just say you know actually you may have had this idea of what you what you think your event might be in what venue you're looking for but actually if you think of the logistics on the day this is actually going to work a lot better um yeah. 
so I'm working on one at the moment, actually, again, with with EMIS um, and they're actually running um, the same event, but in six different locations. So obviously to them, it's one event to us, it's six. Mm. Um, and they have actually found that visiting it themselves. So we found them venues and we've we've given them proposals and we've given them the information that they require to, to base that decision off. Um, but actually, they have found that doing the site visits themselves, especially for such detailed events and especially when they have such a vision of how they would like that to go it makes more sense for them to go directly um, mm -hmm. and we're more than happy to help with site visits as well um, we always encourage that um, but on for, for smaller events for example um, we we kind of know which which venues are very good for what they need so even if you're looking for a, a very small meeting for 10 people or if you're looking for um, a large exhibition for over a thousand people um, we always have we always know what we're looking for we're always looking for the same elements we're always looking for um how large the rooms are what their capacities are what they can do setup wise um what is their av equipment going to be like um health and safety all of that so with every event that we look at we're always looking for the same elements but it's just on a smaller or larger scale so um yeah just working very closely and actually a lot of our team have a wealth of knowledge as well so we've although I'm very new I've only been here for um around seven months um we have people in our team who have been here for over 15 years so mm -hmm. even just working with with our colleagues it's just amazing to have that wealth of knowledge around us as well and I guess I guess part of um part of that development and the the experience that you've got the time that you spend in the role is building relationships with the supply chain as well you know how how important is that for um for your role you know in terms of building up um a relationship with the people for example at um the the venue that you you run the emis event because that was in harrogate wasn't it i believe yes it was yeah um i mean it's so important it's unbelievably important i think that we forget sometimes how important it is um because at the end of the day the relationship we build with them is 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 going to determine how well the event is going to go for the client um and that's that doesn't mean if they don't like us they're not going to give them a, a good event or anything like that but um especially with kind of the best rates the best rooms the best even the best communication as well um so i know that because of the wealth of communication and the amount of communication we had um with the with the venue in harrogate for example i know that we actually built quite good relationships with them and um i still kind of speak to them on linkedin and things like that and i know that we um are running a competition with them as well like even for grade doors not even just the events team or not even just myself or, or or katie or craig or anything like that i think it's super important because once you've built that relationship we're we're going to have plenty of other event, events that we can at the end of the day give them that business um and we know that we can trust them as well we know exactly what we're asking for we're going to get because i think sometimes if we haven't worked with a hotel very closely for example or a venue um we don't always know what we what we're going to be given what the expectations are there um so yeah i do just think that we have to sometimes remember that we are all humans um i've been beside i've been behind the hotels and i've been behind the agencies and i know the frustrations so i think that i'm quite fortunate to have that that kind of um insight into that i suppose so i think just sometimes 
if something's going to go wrong or if the client isn't happy or if the or if the venue isn't happy i think just being very open and honest because actually we've all been there we've all had these things go wrong we've we've all dealt with it a million times um even not things going wrong even things that have gone really well and actually they have that wealth of knowledge to say actually this is what you want but i do believe that we've done it like this way before and this will be so much better for you and actually it's worked out so much better for everybody involved for, for us as an agent um for the venue and the client so it is just having that all-round communication i think yeah amazing well thank you very much it's, i mean it sounds like it was such a an incredible um event to be a part of certainly that's all the feedback i've heard you know from the conversations i've had around it um so um i guess it's it's looking forward to more of those that to get involved yes. in um yeah. to keep you keep you busy um, yeah. i'm sure i'm sure there'll be tons of them coming down the track um oh, definitely. yeah yeah um well thank you very much for that the the next bit that i would like to cover off with you I did this with yep. Saffron. It was her idea, so you can you can blame her if you're not happy about it. <laughs> okay, is to do some quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. Okay. Yeah. I'm no, not the best at these, just... but I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> well, look, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, we'll just cut it. It's fine. Um <laughs> I've got to come up with the ideas. You know, I've got a couple in my head, but I've got to try and <laughs> keep them coming. So once once I'm out, I'm out anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh Dartmoor or Colchester? Dartmoor. Yeah, by a mile <laughs> no, no thoughts <laughs> i love colchester and it, it, it's i love gray doors but yeah definitely dartmoor pc or mac mac always i think that's my marketing coming through there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's a conversation we had previously but i thought i'd cover it off yeah. um take away or eat in oh um i am quite guilty of a takeaway i think i think yeah. takeaway it's got to be done it's it, i mean it's nice going out but there's something about you know just slobbing about with the takeaway <laughs> definitely <Yeah. laughs> events management or dancing <laughs> oh i love events but i've always got a dream of dancing again <laughs> keep the dream alive yeah always <laughs> yeah fair enough um coffee or tea Neither. Neither. Oh, Neither. dear. Okay, well, that's an easy round, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy round at the office, at least. Yes. Uh, working from home or working from the office? Or working Ooh. on site? Oh. Oh, I don't know. I love all three. I think that's why I love my job, because it's a mix of three. So I'm at home today, I'm in the office tomorrow, but I'm in Frankfurt in Germany next week. So... <laughs> very nice that's why i love my job all three best of all worlds fantastic well look, that's as many as i can get out of my head right now Amazing. so, so you you passed with flying colors and <laughs> <laughs> um, so i just want to say thank you very much again for um for joining me today and being part of the podcast i think you've done fantastically well so uh you can pat yourself on the back so well in fact that i might well ask you to come back at some point to talk oh, about something else oh no well. i've let myself so, um, in for it now haven't i you've shot yourself in the foot completely <laughs> yeah uh, but you can also go off and tell the rest of the team how straightforward Definitely. and easy and even though there were some technical glitches it didn't make any difference to how well it went um you can tell them all that and um, yes, get definitely. them all bought into it on board 
Um, so thank you very much, and um, yeah, we'll look forward to uh, hearing you again at some point in the in the podcast, I'm sure. Um, and there'll be another episode uh, of the Experiences Everything podcast coming very soon. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you.